Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out, where we talk about all things being a strong woman. And as I promised from last week's episode, we have an amazing guest today with us. Mallory is here from Mallory Financial Redeem Services, LLC, and she is going to be sharing with us a little bit about her journey and how she got here today. I met Mallory through a networking community that I participate in in person. Now, I have to say Online is great. Virtual is fantastic. We can connect with people from all over the world, but those in-person networks, those in-person events, there's just something about them. But nonetheless, Mallory and I were able to connect this past month and I just loved her story. So I had to have her on the podcast today. So let me tell you a little bit about her as we welcome her into the studio. Mallory is a finance and business consultant, providing services to pre-venture and startup businesses, as well as teaching them through business planning courses. She is a first-generation African immigrant mom, and she earned a reliable reputation providing real-time results for her small business owners that she works with as they thrive and build wealth. And she truly is on a mission to serve. And I have to say, I can tell exactly her passion and purpose anytime that I have a conversation with her. So help me welcome Mallory. Hey, Mallory. Hey, hi, Terry. How are you? Thanks for having me on the show. I am so excited and I appreciate it. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You, like I said, your story has been just inspirational. You know, I have moved from one state to Texas. I was born and raised in Iowa, very small state, came to Houston right out of college. And that transition was very difficult. I had a hard time because I had left my family. I was coming from a very small town to a very large city. My ex-husband wasn't working consistently because work for him was harder to find. And I just didn't understand the rules. You know, when you grow up in one area and you move to another, you just don't get it. And then I made a transition back to Iowa as an elementary principal. And again, I felt like I was coming from a foreign country. I say that because you truly came from a foreign country. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah coming all the way from west africa liberia um liberia is bounded on the you know west coast of africa we are between right there um sierra Leone, and then ghana nigeria you know we're on the west coast right over there yeah and it's exciting because i came over i was it's about six thousand miles away from home <laughs> yeah but i'm here i I used to like travel back and forth before I worked with a lot of projects back home. I did um, actually into finance, but I was usually with 
the nonprofit organization that I moved into government where I serve, um, you know, just going, lobbying and, and doing projects for sanitation, water and health and looking for means to support cities back home and help the families and children and the community there taking, you know, coming over, attending um, seminars, coming over and representing the country through the city that I work with, a municipality called Pinsville City Corporation, where I serve as a special assistant to the city mayor over there. So I travel a lot, lobbying for different projects to take back home and just support for the community, okay? So um, it was in 2014 that I actually came back to the U.S. and I had to stay because I got married. Yeah, it was one of those things, right? <laughs> got married, got pregnant, then finally I had to choose, you know. Um, I was used to traveling, coming to New York, attending, you know, those different things, going to Europe. I stayed in Istanbul, Turkey for a while. I went over there to Rome and Italy. I was just all over the place. But then at this point, I had to choose family, you know. So then I settled in the U.S. where they're in Pennsylvania, and that's where I met my husband. So um, chose family. Yeah, family <laughs> won. <laughs> but it was, it was challenging um, because leaving home, parents, friends, like, you know, your whole, I had this whole thing kind of like figure out, you know, uh, career-wise. Your girl was the auntie, it. And <laughs> so I came over, I had to start all over. I had to start to know, okay, who do I talk to? What do I do? Um, I found myself working in the, I found myself working in, in with Nationwide Insurance Company. Yeah, I got the insurance job over there in Hollisville, Pennsylvania, and worked there with the um, Workers' Compensation Department. Myself as an adjuster for a while, and wow. then the the department had to to pack up and and they would transition into. Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, they wanted to take the team and my husband and I, like the family were in that space to make that big change, you know, and yeah, and my husband had his job, it was just a lot, so then I found a new job with the bank, yeah, I went into banking, Universe Bank is a little community bank there in Pennsylvania, oh my god, I loved it there, served there as a personal banker, moved up to uh, like a assistant manager role, you know, it was really awesome uh, being in the branch, associating with the business owners. Like I got to meet people within the community and I, I, I started to get involved in a lot of things. And so community just became my thing. Although I, I already was that person, like I'm a social person. I'm, I'm, I'm a life of, you know, <laughs> everywhere I step. But then I start to open up a little, understand what was going on around me. Like, I remember sometimes talking, someone be like, what? So I'm like, they said, I didn't understand what you were saying. So I'm like, okay, what I need to do is I need to work on my communication because it's very important. Yes, I'm from a different country, but I need to understand I'm talking to someone else now and I have to make them to understand me, not in a way like, oh, she's different. No, we are the same, but... I can articulate well that you understand exactly what I'm trying to say. Not wanting to be like you or sound like you, you know, but I wanted to be a part of something. That's where I mentioned earlier to you, Cherry, about, yes, being diverse, but it, the inclusion part. Mm -hmm. So, in, yeah, 
diversity and inclusion to me is a very huge thing, okay? I'm big on it, yes. Our differences shouldn't stir us apart. It should have us come together because we are different for a reason. Our skills, our physical looks, the way we sound, you know, all those different things, what we are capable of doing. When we put those together, it make a very big and beautiful um, society for us to live in, right? So I understood that I worked on me more and I just, you know, it was awesome transition. I have other stories for another day, but yes, that's where, that's how it was and that's how it is now. And just a year ago, we moved from Pennsylvania to Houston, Texas, and I'm excited to be right here in Kingwood. That's where I met Cherry, and it's awesome being a part of the Kingwood Business Women organization. It's a life-changing experience for me so far. Well, you have such a, just a great story, and I really love the fact that, number one, you do truly you're an exemplar for serving others clearly. And um, I think that's what life is all about. You know, the more we do for others, it kind of comes back to us in, in ways, but that's how we have an impact on the world. And um, I love what you said about diversity. Um, something about me that a lot of people don't know is I grew up in this small town, as I mentioned, and everybody kind of looked like me right? We were starting to diversify a little bit, but it was very small. And most people are related to each other, which is kind of scary and sad in the same way. But, um, you know, I remember my daughter getting ready to turn five and we were in a department store and she saw two um, men and they were not they were not white men like us. And she, all of a sudden I couldn't find her and she was hiding under a table. And when I got her out from under the table, I said, you know, what's going on? And she said, I don't know, mom, but those men don't look like daddy. And she was afraid. And I remember going home that night and just telling my ex-husband, when I finish college, we need to make a transition. We need to go somewhere a little more diverse because we need to learn and teach her that everybody is different and that's what makes us all work in society you know and Houston is such a diverse place we didn't plan Houston so to speak but when it came open it we were both like yes this is going to be the place to go and now my daughter's about to turn 33 and she has such a diverse friend group and network and she can walk in a room and talk with anyone and I think that that's super important because we don't need to be tearing each other down. We don't need to be judging each other. We need to be, like you said, tapping into each other's strengths and making the world a better place. And with the internet, you know, we are global. We can work from anywhere with anyone. And I just, I just feel very passionate about that. And I also, you know, even in what, where I was going with this, took on schools that did not look like us. You know, they were highly diverse, um, low socioeconomic. And I did that purposefully because I wanted to help families like that really understand that education presents options to children as they grow up and to families. The more educated the community is, the more options they have. And um, so, yeah, I, I really like that our work aligns like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So you got to Houston and now you are a financial coach. So talk to me a little bit about that. What do you provide for your clients? Oh yeah, that's one of the that's one of the the the, the feel in my thing. Like the, one of the things that drives me is my service towards others, right? I am so I have a background educational wise. I have a background. My my bachelor's is in economics, minor emphasis in accounting. So I did up my AA in accounting, and then um, I did my first master's in regional planning. <laughs> <laughs> then this second master's is in business administration. So I managed to like you know pull everything there and. To be frank with you, my passion for business and finance is over the top. Like, I love talking about it. I love teaching about it. I love listening to things, you know, in a minor. I am currently like a member of the IIBA, the International um, Institute of Business An Analyst, you know. Um, yeah, I am just that person when it comes to finances and helping and teaching and helping people grow. So yes, what what I do, um, from the from the so I do two two ways, right? From the family standpoint and from a business perspective. So the reason it's that way is because there is not a business without family. Mm. Um, business owners they. There are families that decided to own a business to create more source of income for the family at the end of the day. And I always say this, to, in order to become a, a, a successful entrepreneur, you have to be a better money manager. So that's turned right back to the family. So if you are on that journey, you're like, hey, I just want to have more sources of income. I want to do more. I just want my family to be okay. I want to, yes, it's going to be very, very good looking into entrepreneurship, but you have to strengthen yourself over here in a way. Understand exactly, okay, where am I? Where do I want to go? You know, if you can understand those pieces and not just, you know, like how we're sick, like not even sick, but every time we have to go to the doctors to do our annual checkup and see what's wrong with my eyes, my neck, my this, and then, you know, symptoms or whatever we can start to take to mitigate or, you know, just help us thrive as, you know, our physical health, right? But one thing we, we don't stop to understand is majority of the time, the stress that lead on these, um, our body diminishing physically, it comes from you worrying so much about, okay, the, the, the mortgage, the rent, the school fees, the, it's just all the family pressure at the end of the day that weighs on you. And when you dig dive into it is all related the root cause is finances mm -hmm. even the even people that are well to do let's say yeah we have the money i make the six figures coming in and they're still worrying about stuff check it out it's still the finances because majority of the time they're saying hey i have this job now and everything seems like it's going fine i want to i want to keep living like this tomorrow in the future so that yes you that don't have it your worry worry might be in a whole different way you know phase but they legitimately to have a worry that's in a different phase but it all boils down to our financial you know finances mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. thinking like I, I need to maintain this life i need to you know make more okay how do i make more okay how do i make you know it's just everything at the end of the day and sometimes it puts screen on us people who see themselves working more than even giving time to the kids 
people see themselves working more than giving time to their spouses because it's just that, that stability when it comes to finances. And here's the, my train of thought. My train of thought is just have a budgeting system. And budget is a very flexible document, right? You can always come back on it and tweak things as you go. And we all are not on the same level ever in life. You just always want to hang your coat according to your measurement, right? <laughs> like me, I'm very, very short. So in my <laughs> house, all my stuff, like my glasses, all those things that I use frequently, they're going to be on the lower shelf, you know? Like everything has to be right here or else I'm going to freak out. <laughs> so we have to hang our coats according to our measurement. So I tell my clients, yeah, you see June's doing things this way. Annie is doing hers this way. That's her level. If you want to get there, beautiful, have a roadmap. Whatever it is you're making right now, start to map out how you spend within that range, how you, you know, and then the more money you start to get, it, everything's going to start to make sense because now you have a roadmap, you have a savings plan, you have an investment route, you have this, but do not tell yourself, hey, I don't have it right now, so I don't want to be bothered with that whole financial planning. Mm -hmm. No, that's a red flag. The moment you don't even have it, it's the time to start looking into how can you budget yourself to start to live within your means and to start to plan out that when you get money tomorrow let's say you come across some a hundred thousand if you don't have a plan in the first place for what you want to do with it you're going to squander that money and then you'll be like oh if i had no but mm -hmm. you want to have a plan despite you have it now or not and i i get it majority of people the goal is not to become rich one like me i don't want to be rich rich I want to be financially stable. I really want to have enough to help others. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of projects going on. Like right now, I can tell you for a fact, I'm from West Africa, right? Um, I am in this place where my monthly budgeting, I feed a whole client. <laughs> like there are people down there just waiting every month. And okay, she's sending stuff, school fees, this and that. That is a whole client. So I lay for others. That's what I do. I lay for others. If that child can graduate from the 12th grade, bring me so much proud to know that they are the educated ones among the family. Because speaking about education, I am the first female ever in my family to have a, a college degree and a master's. My dad is the first to ever in our entire family own one and then I'm the first female, and then my sisters, and then my brothers, and then everybody's coming after every my cousins, the people we are helping now. Our generation are waking up and stepping up. You know, that's how we say, okay, we want to break the poverty chain. That's that's what you do with it. It's not just you giving people stuff and just be free-handed. For me, my mindset is teaching you how to fish. So that's where I'm in with this whole financial wellness game. I'm, I'm not just registering business and helping you become compliant with your business, but I sit with you one-on-one -on -one as your financial consultant and understand, okay, where are you going with this business? How much you want to make? If you say, I want to make a six-figure wedding in my business, guess what? We have to put our monetary plan together. So how many clients are you speaking to in a month how many clients are you speaking to in a day how are you closing these deals you see financial mm -hmm. planning so mm -hmm. that's what it's about i love that and i did a big series earlier in the year on this because as women too you know sometimes we feel like or at least my situation i felt like i was 
responsible for the family, right? So it's a little different. Um, my ex-husband didn't always work and I had to pay the bills and I had to make sure our daughter had what she needed and was able to, you know, have a life that I didn't have growing up. And I grew up, you know, with pretty meager, meager means. Um, and I think for women, we always feel like we take on all these responsibilities, but are we really supposed to make money? You know, we're supposed to maybe be in a relationship with a husband that makes the money or with a boyfriend or a partner that makes the money. And I think it's important that women understand that they can make money too, you know, and it really is about taking care of them. I was going through a divorce at one point in my life and um, a friend of mine was struggling in her marriage as well, but she said to me, and I'll never forget this, you'll be okay because you have a good job. I can't support myself and my children, so I'm going to have to stay in this marriage. You know, and that's sad. That's very sad to know. Yeah. Oops. Are you there? I think we lost your sound. Oh. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. So if you were to, as we wrap up, give my audience ways to connect with you, and I will make sure to put these in the show notes as well, how would they reach out to you if they wanted services? Because it sounds like you work very globally. So no matter where they are, they could connect with you. Oh, yes, definitely. I work all 50 states in the United States here. And um, how I can be reached, I, my business is called the Redeem Services LLC. And the website is www.redeem, the word redeem, R-E-D-E-E-M, servicesllc.com. So redeemservicesllc.com, that's my website. When you get out there, you're going to find the link to my calendar. Um, I help businesses get startups. So I help you register their business, get your license and permit, get your trademark going, um, I build your business from scratch. So I even build websites for my business owners. It's not me just starting your business and leaving you hanging. No, I take you from that startup stage and I take away all the question marks. Like, okay, I'm registered now. What else do I need? What else do I need? No, I am your business consultant. I do a deep dive into what it is your business provides. Let's say, for example, you're a healthcare agency. I do the research on what your license should be. I help you file those licenses to help you be in compliance. And after you are registered, you are set up. Guess what? I do send you reminders when things are due. So let's say your annual report is due. Let's say your sales tax permit is due. All those things you get. As long as you are registered through my business, you get those reminders to stay on top of your compliance. You know, business owners will get so busy doing fulfilling mm -hmm. the needs of mm -hmm. our clients and sometimes we shut down on hours and that's where most businesses get shut down or gets fined. And it's my duty as a business consultant to help your business thrive. So I help you as well create your business profile and teach you how to get that business loans, how to get grants. I do grant proposal writings. I do business plan writing. So I am a one-stop shop when it comes to your business startup and services. Yeah, and I'm here again, www.redeemservicesllc. My name is Mallory Financial um, coach or Mallory business consultant everywhere on my social media platforms. Beautiful, beautiful. So audience, reach out because um, I know that she will take great care of you. And I know that her purpose 
and passion in all of this is right on track. You know, it's not about just getting rich. It's about serving others. And I just love that. Mallory, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Terry. (laughs) I enjoyed our time and we definitely need to keep catching up because it sounds like we just hit the tip of the iceberg here and um, so much great information that we can get out to all of my listeners. Thank you, Terry. I am so excited. It's nice, nice to be here. And thanks for having me again. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yes, thank you, everyone. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. And of course, as always, we don't run commercials on this podcast. So if you know of anyone that would benefit from any of the information that we talked about today or in any of the episodes, please feel free to reach out and send this to them because we can only have impact on the world if we get our name out there. All right. Well, thank you, Mallory. Have a great day. You as well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlinherdog.com. Until next time, 